Welcome to Jason Verney's podcast. I am Jason Verney. Um, I want to talk about, essentially, the film Moonlight. Um, first of all, I'll get a get the usual over and done with. Um, I may not be a bit nasally this time. I may be a bit better health than usual. Uh, but I am a tad horse. Uh, no jokes, please. Um, but, um, yeah, a little bit horse, um, either from um, hobnobbing, and I don't mean the... Uh, the talking kind either, although that would make more sense, uh, but maybe munching on a t- few too many biscuits uh, throughout the film. Yeah, I know I'm not really a lover of the multiplex popcorn thing, but biscuits is my replacement. Biscuits, coffee, perhaps the temporary replacement for alcohol uh, for alcohol at the moment. <laughs> well, um, anyway, um, I wanted to sort of, yeah, review this film as best I can without giving too much away. It's one of those films that oh, it really, I mean, the first time I saw it, which which was um, actually yesterday. I'll come on to that um, in a bit. I saw it again tonight, second time. Um, I didn't really know what to think about it. But um, one thing I just want to sort of backtrack on, as I've, I often do, is, I mean, I've seen this year, 2017, I've seen a few films uh, on two occasions, uh, twice. You know, I saw I, I Daniel Blake uh, twice. I saw Your Name, the Japanese animation film, twice. And La La Land uh, twice. I might even see um, T2, Train Spotting, before it does its run a second time. Um, and I may be even um, going to toddle on down to see a second screening of the Korean film. The, it's an old Korean film, but it's uh, called Princess Aurora, which first screened at the KCC, Korean Cultural Centre. But it's screening in Deptford, Deptford Cinema, um, this Saturday, I believe. Um, but yeah, not only if I see, uh, I'm trying to see films more than once if it really grabs me, or at least just to try and understand the film again or see it from a di- in a different light. And this time, uh, talking about light, this is called Moonlight, and it's my s- second, second. I just made up a new word there. Uh, I can't even say it again now, but second consecutive. Uh, so second, uh, in other words, two consecutive nights. Um, um, but yeah, I wasn't really sure the first time I saw it yesterday, but I just, something, something stirred in me, I guess, the, 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 much of today, and I, I was thinking about it, and I also watched a Q&A interview with the story, uh, the story maker, the, also the writer, I mean, because it was a story, it's adapted into a screenplay, and it kind of made me want to see it again, um, and it's had a lot of hype, which normally puts me off um but i yeah i wanted to see it again a second time so i did um now what i wanted to speak of first um actually what i wanted to do first was record this outside because i was walking back from the cinema tonight the tricycle uh, cinema it's actually tricycle theater but it's got cinema as well um i've mentioned it before um, but uh, I wanted to record it outside partly because um, the light outside. It, there's something romantic about it, I guess. In a, you know, in a, maybe in a, or melancholy about it. The film itself has a lot of sort of natural light, but of artificial lighting. If you see what I mean, it's kind of lamp, you know, lights, lamp posts, or whatever. And I felt like that walking home. It felt like I was in the film, so to speak. But it also has brilliant colour. I mean, it's just uh, whether it's the, the, the shots of the sea, which, which, is which is highlighted quite a lot in the trailers, I suppose. 
um, or just the the school life, the adult life, all of it. It's just really well, um, you know, a really good mix of natural lighting and sort of, you know, um, light light that's used, light that's coming from something artificial. Um, it was just stunning. I would say lighting and cinematography is pretty stunning. Most well, all of it uh, throughout. The music was min- minimally used, not much, but it was when it was, it was brilliant. Um, sort of classical, haunting, moving, um, and you know, it's just. Um, it, I'm not. I'm not actually sure. I'm, um, without, as I say, I don't want to give any spoilers about this film, but it is kind of. It is kind of split into three segments. I mean, even saying kind of is kind of is kind of um, a bit too obvious. I mean, it is. I mean, all films, lots of films, they have the three act structure. Even if you don't think it's there, they have a, a certain structure. I'm not sure if I agree with that all the time, but they they do have that. This isn't so much that I'm talking about. It's it's certain segments. It's kind of th- throughout certain parts of a person's life, the main character's life. Um, I'm not sure. I didn't actually think about it on the second screening, but I'm not sure if the music was deliberate, deliberately different in each part to, you know, to sort of represent that part or that moment in his life. Um, but yeah, the film, it's, it's really important film really, because it's, um, you know, it covers growing up, it covers sexual identity, drugs, um, kind of gangs, I suppose, family issues, bullying, um, disconnection, now that could be disconnection from a family, or not found. You know, disconnection from yourself because you haven't found yourself. Um, and there's a great bit in the film where, I mean, again, we're fo- we're focusing on one character here who's known as Little. He's also known as Black, and he's also known as Sharon. He's kind of got three names that's used that people use for him. But there's a there's a bit in the middle segment of the film where he shakes the hand of someone he's had. Sort of very close experience with. Uh, again, I don't want to elaborate too much, but and that handshake to me, it spoke of connection, and it spoke of you know he hasn't had this connection before. Even if the the other person who he's shaking hands with doesn't see the same connection, he he, he perhaps at that moment, and maybe that's what it's intended. It, it's this is the the connection. This is his life connection. You know, maybe he's not got it from his other surroundings. Not getting it from his mother. Um, it's just uh, that's what I read into it. Um, but as I say, um, talking about the interviews I'd seen or Q and A's I'd seen, one Q and A I think it was the New York Film Festival or, or um, a Q and A a question and answer session that they had at that festival. Found it on YouTube. Um, they they mentioned how the story came about, and there wasn't really a structure to it initially, but it was very autobiogra- autobiographical, and I didn't really think that when I first saw the film. Um, it doesn't really matter if a film is or isn't, but obviously it's a bit more poignant when you watch it a second time. Um, one thing that wasn't mentioned in that in the interview, which is a, um, the, the Q and A, or the interview, which is a uh, I think it's a little Newsnight BBC interview. Um, one thing that wasn't mentioned was that there, it looks like it had some funding or some co-producing by Johnny Depp and somebody else and I've seen that in another film not that long ago these uh, big names can help out these um, help out these films I guess with getting them off the ground or maybe he believed in it um, pretty strongly 
Um, and I think actually, I think there was some connection with Twelve Years a Slave, the producers, and maybe that's where the uh, Johnny Depp connection um, comes from as well, or where it's uh, you know where it mixes in with it all. Um, so yeah, um, I, I thought it was a, a brilliant film. As I say, it's it's depicting life, but it's depicting bullying. It's depicting uh, you know um, how a person grows up who doesn't actually maybe grow up until the end, or doesn't even maybe he's never actually really grown up he's still he's still struggling with who he is um i mean but it's a clever it's a clever film it makes you keep watching it's there's scenes in a classroom where you think oh i mean there's one point where i thought is this person who's actually kind of a a bully at first i thought as he is he is he actually um someone who's perhaps attracted to this main character um, I mean, that was just my thoughts at the time. Maybe the way he came across, the way he dressed, the way he looked, the way he was smiling. Um, but things can lead you down the wrong path. Um, so it's, there's a couple of moments like that in the film where I thought it was going to go one way and it didn't. Um, one thing I have to, one t- thing I have to kind of just uh, one niggle, niggle about it. I have uh, um, that's niggle. I didn't use the the word that's used throughout this film the N where um you know related to black people um but uh basically um there's it's it's a it's kind of a you could say it's a dream sequence I really hate it when films have to do that I mean maybe it's the only way they can do it or this one could do it but it's just happened in nearly every film I see you know you're, you're misled which I don't mind being misled that's a part of filmmaking but um you know it's 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 kind of nearly every film that you see um, now, where was I? I was talking about the autobiographical. Um, yes, but I wasn't really sure about this film until I'd um, sort of slept on it, if you like. And then, um, you know, the set, the next day, today, I decided to see it again. I felt a bit bad, actually, because there was also um, a couple of screenings relating to Fukushima. Um, anyone would know that a few years back in the news... Um, what happened in Japan regarding the nuclear power plant. There was a film tonight at SOAS, um, which was a documentary uh, relating to that, I guess touching on that, and also there was a drama film, a fiction film, at the Japanese embassy. I was going to go and see that until I decided not to tonight, um, partly because I wanted to see this film before it disappears from the Tricycle Cinema. It's going to be the end of its run soon, I believe, and also, I, you know, it's the surrounding. Sometimes you go to an embassy or go to a university like SOAS and, you know, you know, it's not going to be the most comfy place. It's a bit kind of, I suppose, sterile, but it's they're, they're doing great things. They do, they put on great films, they put on great talks, always, you know, fantastic causes. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to, maybe I was just feeling a bit lazy and I didn't want to make that trek, which is not that far, but, you know, it's another part of London. Um, I have to mention the acting. There's three different characters that play the the main the main guy, Little or Black or Sharon, whatever you want to call him, uh, whatever you want to name him, throughout the film. But the, his mother and a, one or two others are the same characters all the way through. And the mother, the actor who play, actress who plays the mother, she's fantastic at all the different levels and all the different emotions and whether she's battling with herself, battling with her own issues or just trying to be a mother or trying to... Or re- regretting being a mother, she she's she's it's fantastic what she what she shows us is great diversity in in her acting. 
Um, yeah, so, I mean, this is brilliant for, um, you know, I'd say the black community, and that's a bit vague. I'm just trying to sort of, you know, we we know that it, there was a recent Black Lives Matter thing. We know that this is this is an important film. You know, I mean, I wouldn't like just think that I've got anyone who doesn't think it's a um, an important film as a friend. I mean, it's it's and it tackles sexuality. It ta- it tackles the black community. Tackles you know growing up on the in the wrong end of town the wrong um you know social social surroundings it's really important in that way and to think that some of it's autobiographical as well it's um you know you have to really you have to see it i think you should see it i think everybody should see it but again uh you know you can't say that about every film um but talking about that it's also good that there's another film out at the moment fences which again based on a it's based on a play which is um, Denzel Washington directed and starring in, and Hidden Figures, another film um, regarding um, uh, black women that played a part back in the one of the space space missions. I haven't seen either of those two yet, but you know it's good that these films are quite prominent at the moment. Uh, of course, the Academy Awards, the Oscars, and all the other awards festivals and what have you are going around. They they will help to bring these to the fore. So, um, I don't want to make this too much longer. I, I didn't give too much away. I probably didn't give enough away, but I deliberately wanted to, you know, you to see Moonlight for what it is. Um, I recently reviewed reviewed uh, La La Land, which has its own, which has its own um, kind of Moonlight, you know, in a fantasy musical way. But this this is certainly not that same moon, or that same Moonlight. It's uh, yeah, it's completely the opposite end of the, uh, the movie spectrum, the opposite end of the life, opposite end of Hollywood, opposite end of California. You know, sort of L.A. You know, it's just the complete opposite end of the spectrum in how each of them are depicted. So I'm going to say uh, goodbye. Um, I will just leave you with. Um, well, I don't know. What I'll leave you with. I'm just going to say goodbye. And I'll speak to you next time. See ya.